Well, hello, hello, my pretties. This is T. You're tuned in to Burning Tarot. Do you hear all that roaring noise? I don't know how much my microphone here is picking up. Well, that is the Deschutes River. And what we do here on the Burning Tarot podcast is we take a nature walk. We experience something out in the world, and we also pull a card to help guide us, give us something to think about, to chew on for the next week or so until the next Burning Tarot moment. If you are new to the Burning Tarot experience, welcome. Glad to have you here. That's basically our gig, you know? We take walks, we draw tarot, we learn about tarot together. And you are welcome to tell me how it's intersecting with your life. Please keep it to just, you know, two or three sentences via email to burningtarot at gmail.com. And I do read those even if I'm not able to actually respond to all of them. And I really appreciate it because I find such interesting stuff um, that's intersecting between your lives, the various, you know, small handful of listeners we have here. Um, as well as the people who buy personal readings from me. You can do that at tiffanyleebrown.com. You'll see a link that says shop. Um, I really, I'm fascinated actually by the way that the woo, the great woo of the universe kind of connects all of us and has us resonating uh, sometimes all on the same frequency. Um, Or sometimes it's less obvious. Sometimes I think... Well, the card that I pulled for us this week has nothing to do with the card I pulled for such and so who got a personal reading, which is unrelated to the other person who bought a personal reading. Um, And then I think about it, and I realize they're all really connected by certain themes and streams and things, and it's really exciting. Speaking of streams and things, the Deschutes River is bubbling merrily. It's gorgeous out here. It's kind of scary to be in the first week of February and I'm sitting in my shirt sleeves, wearing my t-shirt, sitting next to the river in the sunlight and I passed a woman jogging in shorts. So wow, Um, it's called climate change. It's a thing and it's real. This river, Well, it's full of the element of water and full of the actuality of water. I'm right by a footbridge here in a a certain park area in Bend, Oregon. And there are wonderful tumbling rocks. And there are big rocks up the sides where you could go rock climbing if you're into that kind of thing. I am not. I like to walk. In fact, I'm going to walk and wander while we talk. Because that's usually usually what we do here on Burning Tarot. We're not always at the river, so we get a special rushing sound this time. So the element of water, we all have it within us, just like this river. The river flows with water. Our bodies flow with the water that is in our blood and our lymphatic fluids and all the other many watery, fluidy things that make up our bodies. Aren't we composed of like 80% water or something like that? And when we deal with the element of water in our magical practices, in our rituals, and certainly in our tarot, 
element of water corresponds to cups. And that's what we have drawn today for our card. We have drawn the Eight of Cups. And the water really connects us to all the other bodies of water. So this river is the Deschutes River, as we call it. But it is also, it is also every individual droplet, every molecule of H2O, which might be transformed, might go down a smaller stream, might be swallowed by a fish, might wind up on my plate, might have condensation occur, might evaporate, turn into a cloud, rain back down. It might, the molecule of water in question, the droplet might make its way all the way up. The Deschutes runs up the state of Oregon, goes northerly, and meets with the Great Columbia. That's the huge river dividing Oregon from Washington. And at that point, you know, takes a sharp left-hand turn and uh, heads west. So our droplet could be going all the way up through Oregon, down the Great Columbia River, into the Pacific Ocean at Astoria. Then become a cloud, then become part of a fish, end up in a can of tuna, get eaten by me at home. So the transformational qualities of water there's a fluidity to this type of transformation. It's a little different from here comes fire, the element of fire, which in the tarot corresponds to the wands, also called staves um, or rods. And so the, in the fire element, the transformation occurs with these, you know, could be a smolder, but it's often a burst of, you know, kind of a violent activity. Think of a phoenix bursting into flame, being reborn. Water transformation is a little different. It's this continual, flowing, continuous thing. Just as these waters of the earth are all connected to each other, so are we humans all connected to each other. And in the way that we perceive ourselves as individuals, as part of lineages, as part of a heritage, in that too, we are deeply connected. We are connected to the past. We are connected via DNA and history and crazy woo-woo stuff that we really don't understand very well, <laughs> depending what tradition we're using, right? Um, we're connected to our great, 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 great grandmothers and our great, 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 great grandchildren, even those of us who are personally childless. Just as this river shares all the droplets with the ocean and the sky, so too we share snippets of our DNA and snippets of our woo and our vibe with the rest of our families our ancestry and our kind of crazy vast spider web of connection to each other. And the eight, which we've drawn today, uh, and we're using the Smith Rider Weight, the Centennial Edition. The eight is a funny number. Like if you turn it sideways, it's an infinity symbol. 
And you can kind of picture water flowing along an infinity symbol forever. Flow, flow, flow around this loop. Flow, flow, flow around that loop. On and on it goes. So I think the Eight of Cups this week is encouraging us to get with our flow. In particular, in this particular case, the Eight of Cups wants us to connect the past with the present and on into the imagined future. With the Eight of Cups, sometimes there can be a sense of abandonment, of like, I am leaving something, something that's deeply emotional to me, behind. Sometimes the Eight of Cups can be, I'm temporarily leaving something important and emotional to me behind, because I'm off in search of something quite important, and I might bring it back to my old emotional constructs. And the thing that I'm off seeking might really strengthen and fortify and, and make me feel a lot more complete when I come back. There are a lot of practices that are in vogue currently um, because of the influence of Buddhism on the West and the American West, where a lot of you guys are, at least the ones of you who email me. Um, And, you know, I can see from that point of view, sometimes maybe, you know, hey, you're kind of always trying to be in the moment. Where's the moment? We've got to be right here, right now. But part of what we do in the moment is process our past, process our collective past and our individual past. And I would say with the Eight of Cups this week, this is also our family, heritage, ancestral past. We really got to take a look at it, like how we have processed what we have inherited and the history that kind of drags behind us And we can do that without wallowing in it in some kind of unhealthy way, but taking the time to acknowledge that it's important and that we are carrying that past into every present moment because it lives in us. It's that droplet of water heading out to the ocean. You know, we are kind of temporarily occupying this this body that we're in. Um, And we, we bring some baggage, right? And some of it's very positive. Some of it, not so much. So if we're doing any kind of constructing, imagining a future for ourselves, this week is a very good time to pause and really try to integrate the past before we go leaping into the imagined future. Really look at what we've got. And then, you know, and then we do go off emotionally, if not literally yet. I think we'll feel a kind of freedom of movement and and maybe a restlessness, a feeling of like, I'm not satisfied with this, with this past, with this present, with these things that I've integrated and processed to a certain degree. It's okay to be dissatisfied. And I was talking about the the Buddhism aspect of it, because I think sometimes I know I can end up feeling like um, like I'm sort of a prisoner of the moment, like I'm supposed to be having this moment all the time, <laughs> where I'm only in the present moment. Present moment, wonderful moment. 
as Thich Nhat Hanh would say. And I appreciate that moment, but I don't want to be tyrannized by it. I want to process the past, and I want to have my fun daydreams about possible futures. So this week, the Eight of Cups is encouraging me, I believe, all of us, to make sure that our imagined futures and our feelings of like, I gotta go find more, our kind of seeker self, we gotta ground that seeker self in uh, in our emotions and in our our depths, our very sincere depths of emotional reality, family reality. It's a time to look at those and feel what we need to feel before we bolt. <laughs> and then you need to bolt. Okay, go do it. At least you know what you're doing. And I hope that we all get some sense of flow out of that. I think the card is definitely telling us that this is a good time for emotional flow. Sometimes emotional flow can be uncomfortable because we're used to kind of being um, maybe bound up or categorized in certain ways. And it's uh, flow sounds like such a great word, right? Ooh, everything's flowing. But when emotions flow, they often are, they're like this river. They're flowing through our veins. They're knocking shit out of the way. You know, they're knocking over your little rubber raft where you're trying to just sit there and drink a beer. The river's just like, boom. So that can be uncomfortable if you're not ready for it. And I would say with this card, oh, we can be ready for it and say our emotions run deep. Some of them run hard. Some of them are rushing. Some of them are going to be nice, you know, placid stretches of the river. It's not all going to be super crazy but there might be mysteries in there that are worth taking a look at and just having a better understanding of how those have made us who we are and our fantasies about what we're going to do next are perhaps bound up in that past the more that we process the past and really flow with the river you know we can even do it deliberately and kind of take our rubber raft and paddle out to the middle of the current right? If we're kind of stuck on the sidelines where it's kind of easier, we can just say, no, I'm ready for this river. Let's do it. And um, it's a cleansing process. It's exciting and invigorating. And it frees us up once we've allowed it to happen. So I hope that your week of dealing with such is um, interesting and maybe even fun. And uh, mine too. Hope you've enjoyed the children playing. Did you hear them in the background? And the sound of the river. All right. Much love to all of you from T, your friendly local tarot reader. Bye-bye.